Alright guys, thank you so much for joining me again today. This is Logan Kramer with the Affiliate Movement and I am excited to talk a little bit more about getting happy, the happiness advantage. Now if you guys have missed it, this is um, already a couple episodes in. Um, We're talking about principle two, the second half of it. And so if you guys have missed any of those episodes, go ahead and um, go back and listen to some of those so you're not out of the loop. Um, Last episode, we were talking about principle two, and it's called the fulcrum and the lever. Sorry, (laughs) almost a leather there. Um, And we ended off by talking about some of the differences that people have as far as the views as um, about their work. So um, we they have it categorized in three different areas about people, how they view their work. It's either a job, a career, or a calling. Okay. And so I'm just going to elaborate that a little bit more um, to finish this uh, principle. A couple more things that I really liked. And so um, I'll just jump right into it. Um, some of the most interesting findings is that um, is, is not just that people see their work in one of these three ways, but that it fundamentally doesn't matter what type of job one has. So it's interesting. Everyone's like, man, what job do you have? What job do you have? And it says when it boils down to it, it doesn't really matter what job you do have. It just matters how you view it. So your spin on it. Um, a calling orientation can have just as much to do with mindset as it does with the actual work being done. Um, which is kind of what we're talking about when we see, um, if you regard your work as a calling, um, unhappy employees can find ways to improve their work life that doesn't involve quitting, changing jobs or careers or going off to find themselves. Organizational psychologists calls the, call this job crafting, but in essence, it involves simply adjusting one's mindset. Guys, this is huge. I've, I've switched many jobs before in my life, um, kind of trying to find what is the best fit for me. And to be honest, like even right now, I'm, I'm in a journey to in the next year or two to completely go online if, as far as with affiliate marketing. But a lot of this has to do with my own mindset and, and trying to come to terms with um, my own happiness within that industry. Um, and I'll read it again. It says unhappy employees can find ways to improve their work life. That doesn't involve quitting, changing jobs or careers or going off to find themselves. It's called job crafting. All it is, is about adjusting one's mindset. And so if you're unhappy doing what you do, maybe you don't have to jump ship and, and go find another crazy job. Maybe you just have to shift your mindset into, um, kind of maybe seeing it as a calling instead of just a job. If you can't make actual changes to your daily work, ask yourself what potential meaning and pleasure already exists in what you do. So look for the, look for what you already look for the joy in basically, you know, what you do every day. Like for me, like currently I do door to door sales. I enjoy the training part. I enjoy helping people hit their goals. I enjoy that for seven or eight months, I get a lot of time off with my family And then there are some things that maybe I don't prefer as much, but if you kind of focus on a lot of the pros, you can be a lot happier in what you do, right? 
And so researchers have found that even the smallest tasks can be imbued with greater meaning when they are connected to personal goals and values. We talk about this all the time in door-to-door sales. What is your why? Why are you doing it? Because you're either knocking doors just to knock doors and hating your life, or you're tying it to a greater cause that makes it worth your while, right? Have a goal in mind and not just a monetary goal, but also why do you want to make that monetary goal? What is the purpose of it? And everyone talks about this. Russell Brunson, Gary V, Grant Cardone. Why do you want to be successful? You have to, you have to tie it to something that means more. Okay. And, and they talk about doing something that you can physically do. Turn a piece of paper horizontally on the left side, left hand side, write down a task you're forced to perform at work that feels devoid of meaning. Write down something that you hate doing, basically. Then ask yourself, what is the purpose of the task? What will it accomplish? Draw an arrow to the right and write this answer down. If what you wrote still seems unimportant, ask yourself again, what does this result lead to? Draw another arrow and write this down. Keep going until you get to a result that is meaningful to you. In this way, you can connect every small thing you do to the larger picture, to a goal that keeps you motivated and energized. You're basically breaking down this... If you're doing something like, man, I hate knocking doors. The sun is really hot. Why are you knocking doors? Well, to get a customer. Why are you trying to get a customer? Well, to get paid. Why do you want to get paid? And you keep breaking it down until it actually means something to you. Until it actually motivates you to do something. And I keep bringing it back to -to door-to-door sales because that's what I do. But you guys got to realize whatever you're doing. Like when I was working at the YMCA... I kept thinking, man, this isn't great for me because financially it wasn't the best, but I enjoyed helping people. I enjoyed giving people scholarships. I enjoyed seeing kids have fun. Like there was a lot of meaning on what I did. It just wasn't the best fit for me at that time. And so that would help people get through hard times, enjoy their job and their career or their calling, right? You can have the best job in the world, but if you can't find the meaning in it, you won't enjoy it. Whether you are a movie maker or an NFL playmaker, it does not matter. Find the joy in what you do. Enjoy the present time. Don't always hate everything right in the middle of things. We are literally designed as humans for greatness. And like, no matter where you are in life, it's okay. I always, you know, I used to tell my wife a lot. She'd be like, man, at my age, we're supposed to be having kids. At this age, we should be doing this. I look at all these other people. They're all happy. They all have money. They all have a house. I'm like, our lives are not cookie cutter. You don't have to be the same life as someone else. They don't know our struggles. They don't know our experiences. They probably have struggles and experiences that we do not see. And I think a lot of that is due to social media. And we, the, you know, everyone kind of shows the part of them that they want people to see, but they don't see the struggles. A lot of those people that we think are so happy, you know, that have tons of money, have all these houses, sometimes just end in divorce. Sometimes a couple of years later, they're super unhappy. And so we got to kind of take a step back, right? What we expect from people and from ourselves manifests itself in the words we use. And those words can have a powerful effect on the end result. Everyone underestimates the power of words and thoughts. Why do you think so many gurus, successful people, mindset people talk about the way that you talk to yourself, even vocally, like, You need to tell yourself you're successful, that you're awesome, 
that, hey, it's okay to make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. It's just a hurdle I got to go through and then I'll grow from it. You have to talk to yourself and have a better mindset. Right? Um, Okay. The expectations we have about our children, coworkers, and spouses, whether or not they are ever voiced, can make that expectation a reality. Guys, we have to set realistic expectations for everyone around us. Otherwise, we can get disappointed and frustrated. Expectations about our friends, coworkers, children, family members, spouses. I think especially spouses because you're always with them. You need to have an expectation of love and, and kind of always try to come from, you know, if I was in their shoes, how would I feel? What would I do? How would I want to be treated? And that um, then comes to fruition and it becomes a reality. Just a couple more things. I don't want to make this too long today because then we'll be jumping into principle three for the next episode. People act as we expect them to act, which means that a leader's expectations about what he thinks will motivate his employees often end up coming true. People act as we expect them to act. That's crazy. Which means when you're a leader, the expectations about what he thinks will motivate his employees often end up coming true. The power of our mind, guys, is crazy. Whatever expectations you kind of have usually end up coming true. So keep that in mind. Like the power of our thoughts are crazy, right? Every Monday, ask yourself these three questions. And this is what we're going to end on today. This is something tangible you can do. Every Monday, ask yourself these three questions. Do I believe that the intelligence and skills of my employees are not fixed, but can be improved with effort? Guys, this is talking a little bit about helping people expand and grow as a leader. Okay. Do I believe that the intelligence and skills of my employees are not fixed, but can be improved with effort? Do I believe that my employees want to make that effort just as they want to find meaning and fulfillment in their jobs? And how am I conveying these beliefs in my daily words and actions? Okay. Do I believe that my employees can grow? Do they believe that they can grow and find meaning? And how am I conveying that? How am I showing that I believe in them, that they can grow, and that I want to help them kind of connect a higher meaning to what they do daily? These are just some great things. Like I said, the lever and the fulcrum. Um, if you have, if you don't really know what that means, go back to the last episode. But guys, this is talking about our perspective and our mindsets on work. And I have to admit, guys, like. In my past, like I've gone through a lot of jobs from college to after college to sales to now doing some affiliate marketing, things like that. Um, I haven't always had the best mindset and that's okay because now I can reflect and look back on it and say, yeah, you know, my mindset has shifted quite a bit, especially through this pandemic, especially through some of the hardships that I've gone through last year. And I've grown from it because I'm okay in accepting things and realizing, you know, my goals and aspirations that I had last year are different from now. I value less stress and I value family more than I did making a hundred thousand dollars because a lot of the things that I was doing to try to get a hundred thousand dollars in my mind is not worth even trying to go for it. So everyone needs to just take a step back, reflect, are you doing a job? Are you doing a calling or are you doing a career? Where are you at? And if you are maybe not in the best place mentally, 
do what I said. Every Monday, ask yourself those questions about your employees or ask them about yourself. Do you think that you can grow and improve with effort? Do you find meaning and fulfillment in your job? And if you do or you don't, what are you doing daily to improve that? Or what are you doing negatively that affects you in that way? Change. I think the best thing in life as humans is that we can reflect on things, analyze, and transform, progress. Okay? Now, just anyone, um, my little call to action today, guys, is continue to watch my episodes. But if you haven't already subscribed to me on YouTube, it's the Affiliate Movement. And join my Facebook group for free support. And if you're wanting to get into affiliate marketing, if you're wanting to do a side hustle, if you're maybe not the most excited about your job, I want you to guys to take $7 that you'd probably spend on Big Mac or something or coffee or, you know, whatever you want to spend on. I get Jimmy John's all the time for way more than seven bucks. Go to learn15daychallenge.com and learn some of these skills for seven bucks. It's super cheap. It's a 15 day challenge. That's L E A R N one five day challenge.com. And you'll see me and I'll kind of introduce you to all of it. So go ahead and do that guys. But other than that, we will see you guys in the next one for principle number three. I'm excited to be with you and guys stay happy. All right.